Welcome to Foster Carolinas, connecting the Carolinas to voices of foster care. It's newsflash time with your bestie gals, Madison and Abby. Hi, Madison. How are you? Abby! I'm good. How are you? I'm great. We're gearing up. It's the week. It's the week of everything. I am so tired. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm so excited, though. Are you an like, introvert? I Okay, here's the thing. This is such a good question. Okay. I am an extroverted introvert. Okay. 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 Meaning sense. I love people. Mm-hmm. I love being around people. Mm-hmm. Does not fill me up. Mm-hmm. Like being like out and about in the world. Mm-hmm. Love it does not fill me up yeah so i have to be intentional when i'm at home to be at home mm-hmm. and to you know do the quiet time do the things yeah so i'm sleepy so i am the definition of extrovert Amen. i am living my best life Purr! <laughs> i love that my best life so um we did shoes of hope rutherford county mm-hmm. saturday yeah um, that was amazing. So it was glad. so sweet. It was so fun. It's always fun to see your foster families. Yes. Um, to see volunteers be very intentional about loving them, praying mm-hmm. for them. It was it was wonderful. Mm-hmm. It was a wonderful, wonderful event. Um, geared me up for hours, which are going to be Tuesday and Wednesday mm-hmm. of this past week. So when this episode comes out, it will have already happened. Yes. Also, when this episode comes out, we will be us, staff, at camp, a handful of volunteers, and all counselors will be at camp by that evening. Crying. Friday evening. Screaming, crying, throwing up. Yep. I cannot wait. I have never experienced camp. And let me just show you. I'm geeking. I'm Mm -hmm. so excited. I love Mm -hmm. a camp. I love a summer camp. Yes. I love all the things about it. I can't wait. I was a I was a camp fanatic when I was a kid. Right. If there was a camp, sign me up. I love a camp. Sign me up. Um, so wonderful. Can't wait for you to experience mm-hmm. it. Um, like I said, we will we will be there Friday evening mm-hmm. and campers get there on Saturday. And we're gonna have a wonderful, wonderful time. So much hard work has come into it. So mm-hmm. I got here today and I thought I would be a lot more be I've been busy, but busier. I thought I would be busier. Mm-hmm. But we've We've put months about to say of, like of this stuff this. started so long ago mm-hmm. that so, it's now we're just kind of like in the yeah let's get there so yeah exactly mm-hmm. Let, like we're ready let's get we're ready the there's some there's some ends that need to be tied up and they will be tied up and then we're ready to be we're there ready. So, that's crazy stay tuned yes. a little sneak peek we would love Ooh. to come from the podcast we would co- love to come on the podcast mm-hmm. from camp yes. We're going to try to make it happen, everybody. Do we know how it'll happen? No. No. But do we believe it? For sure. Yeah. So stay For tuned sure. on that. That yeah. could be coming up. I'm very hopeful. I would pray love, I would love. That'd be so cool. For it to happen. Y'all so, just be praying. Y'all just pray mm-hmm. and, you know. So not, so this next Friday, mm-hmm. be on the lookout. I hope we're going to have something dropping. Perhaps we will. From camp. Perhaps <laughs> we shan't. You'll see. Yeah. You'll see. Maybe, maybe not. We'll see. Yeah. And then... We want to talk to you about the Hummingbird House and how you can get involved because that's what Susanna is going to talk about today. Mm -hmm. And it's a wonderful story. Um, At one point, we were both in here blubbering. So bear with us. I'm not shocked. Bear with us. Yes. Not surprised. (laughs) I mean, like wiping tears away. Not like that your eyes fill up with tears like wiping. I love it. I (laughs) Um, love it. It was. So 
definitely um, stick around for that. Very excited. I don't know why you would listen to it and not stick around for that, but that'd be silly <laughs> goose. You, you don't want to be caught being a silly goose. So, um, per. so Madison, do you know how our listeners can um, be involved in the hummingbird house? Yes. So there's a link below in my mm-hmm. line in the show notes. There's yes. a link in the show notes. Um, Really, a big thing that you can do is buy from the Amazon wish list mm-hmm. that's in the link, mm-hmm. or that that's what the link is. It's just for like things to go in the house. I mean, you guys, you know, if you own a house, you know, mm-hmm. and you know, if you have children, they require a lot of things. A lot of food, and specifically. A lot We're of be food, food and a lot of snacks, a lot of like activities, mm-hmm. a lot of gift cards. Um, yeah, because we don't want the kids to get to this this sweet space to just sit there and stare at each other and be hungry. That's not our goal. Our goal is for them to come, be joyful, be peaceful, have everything they need, but not just that, have anything that they want because mm-hmm. um, they are allowed to have preferences as mm-hmm. far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, if you wanted to help us out, to help out, not really us, but the children in foster care that are going to go through these doors, mm-hmm. click that link below. Yeah, get some things off the Amazon list. Mm-hmm. Um, it never hurts to give us a call if you're curious if something you have could help. Per mm-hmm. yeah, so wonderful. Um, yeah, and, and people want to be a part of this. They yeah. we've already received a bunch of donations from just like a, a Facebook post. So this is an opportunity for our listeners. If you're not mm-hmm. on Facebook or whatever, um, you're hearing it here. There is an opportunity for you and to be involved in yeah. the Hummingbird House and the wonderful magnificence that is that space where they don't have to go. Mm-hmm. And sleep in offices mm-hmm. or be in hotel rooms for weeks on end. Yeah. It's it's a home. Mm-hmm. It is a full functioning mm-hmm. home and it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And it's so dignified and it dignifies the child. Right. Because the situation is tough, mm-hmm. period. And and we're not going to get around that. No. So we're no, we know we're not going to get around Mm-mm. that. But if we can make that first little bit of time into care where everything is upended, if we can bring a little bit of of calm and normalcy mm-hmm. to that through this house that is exactly what we want to do and i see it happening so period here we go please listen in um yes. to this wonderful wonderful um story and we're so thankful that the lord has allowed us to be part of this and mm-hmm. that he has orchestrated this so perfectly Amen. so listen in well welcome to today's podcast where we are in the little studio talking about something very special. I have Abby here with me just because we'll say hi. Abby. I was going to say hello. <laughs> I was waiting for my introduction. <laughs> anyway, Abby's here with me because I'm going to tell a story about something really special that's been happening. And um, hopefully if I miss something, um, Abby can jump in and prompt me with questions about mm-hmm. it because I know all about it. Mm-hmm. And I know that our listeners know very, very little. And so sure. But a couple of weeks ago, we announced that we were opening up this house called the Hummingbird House. And so I'm going to tell you the story of how the Hummingbird House came to be. Um, when we started Least of These um, nine years ago, we will, fun fact, in 2023 be celebra- celebrating 10 years. But um, I had a dream of opening up a house, not a group home, but um, a house where social workers could take kids instead of um, having to go to the DSS office. And no disrespect to DSS or to their office, I just felt like um, it would be a 
less traumatic on a child that was coming into foster care that had really been stripped of everything in one fell swoop to not maybe go to an office where you're surrounded by social workers and there's office cubicles and things like that. And wanted them to be able to go to a home where in my mind, you know, there's a washer and a dryer because if you're a foster parent, you know, sometimes clothes that come in to care with the kids have to be washed and, um, a place that had a hot shower so that they could get showered to get clean clothes on, um, a place that had food because many times at DSS, um, there's vending machines there, which were great in a pinch. Um, but just felt like, man, we could, um, maybe offer some healthier options. And we've tried things over the years. We've tried providing food for least of these. And it's just, I mean, excuse me, providing food for DSS. And it's just been kind of hard to do that, um, because we're not there and to mm-hmm. keep it updated and because of privacy and all of that. So, for years we've been dreaming about this and um, honestly there's just too much red tape. It had never been done in the state of North Carolina and we couldn't just the folks that we were talking to, they couldn't, Oh, this isn't a foster home. No, it's not a foster home. Well, we don't really know how to make, there's just really no way to do this home that you're talking about. And so we kept praying about it and um, never really stopped praying about it or wishing for it. I would say, And probably um, about a year or so ago, we found out about a house in North Carolina called the Anchor House. I think it's called Anchor Hope. And it's exactly this house, Mm -hmm. this house that we've been describing. And I was like, "Uh uh-uh, no, mm -mm. if you can do it, we can do it. (laughs) And so I reached out. we, we actually, this is not the first time we tried this. Um, last year, we, somebody, a, a local ministry had said, Hey, you can use our property. And we had somebody donate a mobile home and we were like, okay, well, we can put the mobile home on that piece of property. And then we can have the mobile home flipped and it won't even look like a mobile home. But at the end of the day, uh, Gaston County would not let us do that. Apparently there's some rule that you can't, if there wasn't a mobile home there, you, I don't know. You can't put a new one. I, I don't know. We just couldn't do it. And so we're like, okay, well, I guess we won't do this house then. Um, and then as we continued to pray about it, um, a huge player in this whole thing was Preston Wilson of Bauer and Trouse. He's a contractor. He helped us do all of the renovations in our building. You've met Preston. Mm -hmm. Um, and he, started praying with me. Um, and we started him and his wife, Summer started working through this process. Um, and he started looking at property anyway, nothing ever really panned out. Mm -hmm. And so, um, actually, and I'm not going to tell you who the foster parents are that might give it away, but there were some local foster parents and I knew that they were selling their house. Now, Abby, I, when I tell you that we could not afford to buy their house, I knew, I knew we couldn't afford to buy. Yeah. I was like, but I'm just going to ask. And so I went to him and I said, um, I noticed that you're selling your house. And I mean, normal people have to sell their house and then, you know, to be able to buy the new house. Mm-hmm. And I understand that's how things <laughs> work. Okay. But I felt like I needed to make that ask. And so I shared the dream of, this house, still not even the hummingbird house. We were calling it the foster care resource house, the Mm -hmm. FCR house. 
And um, this man called me back about a week later and said, you know, um, we really can't sell you our house, <laughs> but um, we know of a church that has a house that's not being used. And would you be interested in that house? Mm-hmm. And um, then you could just rent it from the church. And I was like, absolutely. That would be amazing. So the first thing we did was um, took Preston out there to look at it, make sure, hey, what what needs to be done to this house? We had to check on zoning. We had to make sure that this house could be where it's going to be. So we mm-hmm. had to talk to the zoning officials. I mean, this is, Abby, a big deal. Yeah. Like there's a lot of hoops. So I didn't under- I didn't realize that there had been so many things that had fallen through beforehand. <laughs> If we're being honest, I thought that this happened in a in a snap. <laughs> well, so it's good for me to see that, that this has been a long time coming. I didn't realize that. I thought we had this house and we went for it. <laughs> no, so we um so they came out and looked at the house and we figured out what we have to do with it. We talked to the zoning people. Then we had to talk to the church. We had to make sure that we could come up with um, an agreement, a contract that was suitable to everybody. Mm-hmm. And the church was wonderful about that. And so um, we agreed to go into a lease with the church to, to, cause we were like, we don't know how much this house will be used. I mean, we know that kids are sleeping on the floor mm-hmm. at DSS. We know that they, um, I mean, even and in the state of North Carolina, I don't even know where this was and this is terrible, but I have to share it so people understand. But in one county, um, I was told that they had put um, some kids uh, actually to stay at the jail because mm-hmm. there was a bed there. And that should horrify anybody. But it, that just shouldn't be the case when when we don't have to do that. So um so after we've talked to zoning and we've talked to the church and we've got that, well, then I have to come to my board, right? Because mm, this house was not part of our budget. So <laughs> as my board members listen to this, I'm sure they're going to be giggling. Um, and I had said to Preston several times, I was like, Preston, like, should we be asking people for money? And he said, well, let's just wait. What you don't want to do is ask too early um, when you're not sure of all the costs and ask and you actually couldn't do the house because of zoning or whatever. So we didn't ask, um, had a board meeting and our board agreed that, um, if you could get DSS one, it didn't not even Gaston County DSS, just a surrounding County to sign a contract saying they would use the house. Then the board would give us that green light and we could move forward. Excuse me. So we, um, I was, I got busy and I talked to all the different counties, had many conversations, mm-hmm. conference calls. I mean, this house has been designed by talking to foster care workers, social workers, and what they wanted to see in the house and what would be nice to have in the house. And even down to the safety precautions that we would have, um, you're never going to hear me talk about where this house is located and that's for safety. Don't ask me where it is. Mm-hmm. If you find out or happen to know where it is, please don't tell people. Um, but that was one of the things is to keep the anonymity of the house. But anyway, um, we finally, I remember, um, fun fact about me, I moved to Clover about a year ago and we live on a mini farm that we have. Yes. <laughs> 14 chickens and three goats. And honestly, I just kind of go out with the animals sometimes just to, um, I don't know, 
maybe I talked to them. I don't think I talked to the animals, but they're very soothing. And so I was out there one night um, and I always have my phone with me. If you know me, that's just true. That's probably bad. I should leave my phone in the house, but I had my phone with me and I checked my email. Now, mind you, we've just been approved to move forward. And now it's like, okay, it's time to ask for, um, and, um, Preston had done a workup of everything it would cost to, to renovate this house because the church was going to do all of the, like, the church, the church was going to take care of the HVAC and all of those things, but we did have to flip the house. And this house was a seventies, mm-hmm. like it needed some work. And so, um, it was $25,000 and I was like, oh, wow. Okay. $25,000. And Preston kept saying, don't worry about the money. The money will come. And I knew the money would come. I mean, God has been over and abundant every, every time we've needed something, it has just arrived. I did think I was going to have to ask for it though. <laughs> I thought I was going to have to like meet with people and talk <laughs> to something. people. Um, but I'm sitting in my chicken coop about 7 30 at night and I, um, get an email and it's not an anonymous donor. It's, um, it's actually Robin Salsman from Lake Norman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. And they own the Gastonia dealership as well. And, um, it was just a simple email and it said, I'm going to send you $25,000 and you can use it on whatever you need to use it on. And I responded immediately <laughs> and said, you have no idea. I cannot wait to show you, but God answered the prayer that we needed it mm-hmm. um, before I had even asked you for it because she would have been one yeah, I would have gone to. Um, so anyway, um, so immediately we have we have the funds in place. I sent an email out to our board and we have everything ready to go. And in three weeks, um, we were able to flip that house and get it ready to go. And um Another neat kind of God story throughout this is um, one of the house manager is in Katie Reed's helping with it too, but Jessica Costanza and Jessica Costanza funny. This is just funny. Jessica used to be our bookkeeper long time ago. She volunteered to do that and she's amazing. If you don't know Jessica, she's great, but I hadn't talked to Jessica in years. Mm -hmm. Um, She would text me every once in a while, but it was never. So she texted me one day and said, I really need to talk to you about an idea I have. And I know you, you'll know what to do. I was like, sure. So we scheduled it and, um, she came in and, and talked to me and she said, I have, I think we, have you ever heard of this Isaiah 117 house, which is a lot like what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And I just, she said, I guess County needs this. I feel like we need to have this house. And I knew that you would know how to get this house here, but we need this house. And I looked at Jessica and I said, do you mean the house that we're going to open in a few weeks? She was like, what are you kidding me? So, um, and so Jessica stepped up and said, I'll be the house manager and I'll manage that for you. And again, I had not even stopped Abby to pray for someone to manage the house, mm-hmm. because if anybody's been to least of these Carolinas, we are full. Like our staff is so busy doing the other things that we do that we have no bandwidth mm-hmm. to run this yeah. house. <laughs> At all. And if I came in and, and asked somebody to do that with us on our staff, it just, it, we, we just couldn't do it. And I knew that. And um, so I was like, Jessica, you are an answer to a prayer that 
I hadn't even prayed yet. Mm -hmm. So anyway, so we get into the process and we're flipping the house and there was a few things that cost a little bit more than maybe we had anticipated. And so at the very, very end, um, we had about $6,000 left to spend on this house mm-hmm. and to furnish it. Furnish it and yeah. I don't know if you've ever furnished a house with six. Oh, I just, no. Could you? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. You, I, I relied, I just moved out, relied on free furniture. Yeah. Well, it's expensive. Yeah. I took what I could, what I could get. Well, and you can imagine a house like this, you want to be able to wipe it down, da- wipe mm-hmm. down. You want everything yeah. washable. Mm-hmm. You want it safe, all of those things. And so, um, we actually reached out to a church partner and I'm not going to say the church's name just because there's so many churches that have helped with mm-hmm. this. And, and, and I can't say the church's name, um, that we're renting the house from. So I'm just not going to even say that name, but, um, we had kind of reached out to this church partner and it's like, Hey, could you maybe just give us $6,000? And, mm-hmm. you know, we had a list of, we'll get this from Ikea and this from anyway. Um, and they responded and said, um, actually, could we send our interior designer there? And she is going to measure and she's just, we're, we just want to do this for you guys. This is an amazing thing. We want to set the standard for these houses because we feel like there will be more. And can we just do this for you? So they want to put furniture in the whole house. I'm like, well, absolutely. That would be Of course your interior designer can come. (laughs) Of course. I'm not going to say no to that. And so um, they actually, we had our open house on Thursday, the 31st, no, the 28th of of July and showcased it to all these different DSSs. And don't ask me which counties are going to use the house because I'm not going to tell you, but they were blown away. And what they didn't know was that that furniture had been, we had did this big reveal the day before, like at 1 PM, we showed up and we were able, excuse me, to walk through the house and see all the furniture. And it is perfect. It is perfect. So that's kind of the story of the hummingbird house and how it came to be. But Abby, I'm sure you have questions. I do have questions. Um, one, I also have one comment about just once the ball started rolling, once we found the perfect house for it, which I didn't, again, I did not know took so long. I can just see how valuable these children are to God and how it matters that they're going to be dignified and where they, they stay for a couple of days once they come back into care. Because like you said, DSS is the best that they, they can, and we want to bring the best that we have too and so I see that a lot through everything that we do already here at least to these and then now we can meet them at the very beginning because for a little bit it took them coming into care before we would get in touch with them um and now we have a like a very starting point they get here and they're immediately dignified and that's something that I see across all of our programs and so I'm really excited that we have a like a very first touch point Absolutely. And people have asked me a lot of questions about this house. So I'll try and go over like this, the nuts and bolts of it. Um, Nobody stays at the kids. Nobody stays at the house with the kids that are from least of these are no volunteer. Correct. So if somebody is listening to this thinking, I want to go stay with the kids, you can't do that. In fact, our volunteers are not even allowed in the house Mm -hmm. when kids are present. Mm -hmm. So that's just, we're trying to be very respectful. It's very confidential. Who's there, that kind of thing. 
the people that stay there are the social workers. Mm-hmm. And um, the truth is these social workers are staying with them at DSS. They're staying with them at a hotel or whatever mm-hmm. they figured out. So um, we have internet there. They can um, work from there. Um, it is a three bedroom house. And one of those rooms is really a social worker suite and it has a desk in there and it has a pull out couch mm-hmm. in there so that if there's two social workers there and they need to take turns sleeping, they have a private restroom to use that kind of thing. It's really, really nice. Um, and, um, the beds are just, I'm just envisioning the beds are, are, are gorgeous. Um, they have weighted blankets on the, on the foot of the beds. There's bean bags in the rooms, um, for the kids. There are all kinds of blocks and that kind of thing. Um, also, um, after I had met Jessica, mm-hmm. then Katie Reed, who is, if you don't know Katie, she's a phenomenal foster mom. And probably the reason I did not reach out to Katie Reed to start with was because her house is full Mm -hmm. and I'm like you're a foster mom your house is Mm -hmm. full you have too much to do and she's like this is my jam (laughs) that's in my best Katie Reed voice um (laughs) and I was like okay well she was so and she has been great and Mm -hmm. so Katie Reed will be over the booking of the house and that Mm -hmm. kind of thing and really all social workers have to do or, or social services once they the contracts are signed and in place all they have to do is text um basically text text Katie Mm -hmm. and they can get into the house and it doesn't matter what time they get there. There is so much food at that house. Yes, there is. There's food in the freezer. There's, you know, there's Chef Boyardee, there's whatever. And then there's gift cards sitting on the counter Mm -hmm. from Chick-fil-A and Harris Teeter and Domino's Pizza and those kind of things so that social workers know that they, um, they just have to call and order pizza Mm -hmm. really and food will be at their door. One of the best comments that we had last week when we were showing the house off to social workers, one of them said, do we have to have kids with us (laughs) to (laughs) come here? Can we just stay? (laughs) Can this be a retreat? (laughs) Exactly. So um, one of the things is it's hard to get, I guess, social workers to volunteer for these shifts Mm, to sit mm -hmm. with these kids. And so that was another um, benefit of having it at this such a nice place is that those social workers are going to. I mean, they want to volunteer anyway, but it does make it nicer that you yeah. don't have to really worry about what you're going to feed the kids mm-hmm. or if they can sleep or any of that. All that's taken yeah, care and of. Yeah, it, and it's so comfortable. It's such a comfortable place. I can't imagine staying at the office. Love love this place. But I can't imagine staying at the office With through, kids? throughout the night. Yeah. Oh. I'm ready to I'm ready to go home. I'm ready to get to a different, you know, it feels different. It does. This is a home. Like, you go in there and it's undeniable. You would never know this was... Not something somebody stayed in 24-7, seven, seven days a week. Yeah. That's what exactly. 24-7 means. Um, <laughs> but, you know, you know, it's not a, a lived-in house at all times. Mm-hmm. But you would never know that when you walk in. You feel at home immediately because mm-hmm. it's gorgeous. It's comfortable. It is a home. Yeah. And that was the whole point. Exactly. Um, and and our, our friends at church, they really, they really made sure that it, it looks amazing. It does. Um, so how can you get involved with the Hummingbird House? Well, oh, I have one other question. Okay, go ahead. Wait a minute. Let's go back to Hummingbird House. How do we and name our it? Friend, Katie oh, yes. Reed. Okay. <laughs> yes. Tell us that story, please. I am so glad. See, this is why you're sitting here with me to remind me of these things. <laughs> so how did we name the house? I did not name the house because honestly, guys, I'm just not gifted in that way. If it was me, it would be called the Dash House. And that was terrible and awful. <laughs> and we got I got voted down really quickly. 
So I told Katie, I was like, well, Katie, just like, think about it and come back to me. And mm-hmm. she said the hummingbird house. And she was like, hummingbird means hope. And it's mm-hmm. a sign of hope. Um, and then I started immediately thinking about hummingbirds and how their wings are so chaotic. I mean, they mm-hmm. move so fast. And in that moment of transition, that is what's happening for mm-hmm. these kids, for these social workers. And so I'm going to cry. But um, to give them a place where they can land and just be okay, mm-hmm. know they're safe. And funny story, when we opened the house, um, we've been over there for several weeks, like doing different things. And Katie, of course, put up a hummingbird feeder on the window and we've named him Chester. (laughs) And at first, when Chester would come up to the window to get on that hummingbird feeder, if we walked toward the window, he would fly away. Mm -hmm. And as we've been over there more and more, he sits there because he knows he's safe mm-hmm. and he knows that we're not going to hurt him. We just really want to take a picture or <laughs> video of him and he just stays. And I think that's such a picture and what we want this house to be for the social workers that stay there and for the kids that stay there. That at first you may be a little skeptical. Am I safe here? But after you've, you've been there for a little bit, you'll understand that you are safe. Mm-hmm. It is okay to rest here um, and that um, we will protect you and make sure you're taken care of. Chester will protect you. <laughs> he, um, hummingbirds are very territorial mm-hmm. over their feeders. And mm-hmm. man, if you stay at the hummingbird house, you will see Chester defending his territory <laughs> for sure. But anyway, if you want to be involved in the Hummingbird House, in the show notes today, we will put our Amazon wish list. Just go ahead and and save that wish list because we will continually put things on there that we need. Some things we will always need are toilet paper. And please do not get Charmin. Charmin is really bad on septic tanks. So just make sure whatever toilet paper you're getting. Angel Soft is the best for septic. Um, Paper towels. Um... Um, paper plates, things like that. And you can always drop those off at our office at 4100 East Franklin Boulevard in Gastonia, or you can have them shipped here um, through Amazon or whatever. But the other thing you can do is get us gift cards. And we love gift cards, like even Walmart, like I said, Harris Teeter, Chick-fil-A, those kind Mm -hmm. of things. And really in small increments is probably better for $10 to $25 because we want to leave those behind for social workers if they need to run to the store and get something. Um, So that's a great way. Um, But just make sure if you drop it off at the office that you tell Ashley at the front, it's for the hummingbird house, because if not, we may not know where it goes. Um, And then I'm just going to leave you with um, a story that I read. And the story was really about an injured hummingbird. But as I read that story about the injured hummingbird, it was so similar to these kids that they may not necessarily be injured Um, physically, I hope and pray they're not, but they are very much injured emotionally. And this story just has so many parallels to children in foster care. And it doesn't matter how little you are. God cares about you so much. Mm -hmm. And we care about you so much. And a hummingbird is so tiny. um, But we care about all the little hummingbirds and even more so these children in foster care. So enjoy this little story. And Get involved with the hummingbird house. After an accident involving a fallen feeder, a hummingbird sustained some pretty serious injuries as a result of being pinned under the fallen object. 
Luckily, his rescuer quickly realized what had happened and rushed to help the struggling animal. She gently removed the feeder, scooped up the injured Hummer, placed him caringly into a dark and quiet box as she proceeded to look for what to do next. Like many others desperate to find help in a wild animal emergency, she found it difficult to find contacts that were close, willing, or even able to care for such a small and specialized creature. Nonetheless, she proceeded to make call after call after call, losing hope for the hummingbird with each dead end as the time passed. She had to go to great lengths to capture, call around, and transport the bird. She was unwilling to give up at any step along the way because she knew that without her, the helpless and injured animal was sure to die. She did whatever she had to do to ensure the safety and well-being of the hummingbird. Children in foster care are just like this hummingbird. They are found hurting and are then taken by caring people who want the best for them. Though even with the best intentions, it can still be next to impossible to find these children a place to lay their heads at night. Most of the time, they end up on cots at the DSS offices until a home can be found for them. We don't think that's acceptable. That's why we created the Hummingbird House. It's a place for these kiddos to land, know that they're safe and secure, and then they can comfortably rest while experiencing the most uncomfortable experience of their life. Although a hummingbird is small, they are still worthy of love and care, just like the sweet kiddos in foster care. Thanks for joining us today for Foster Carolinas. Were you inspired by something you heard today? Well, we want to encourage you to make the next step, whatever that is. Everyone can do something for children in foster care. If you're not sure where to start, go to our website at www.lotcarolinas.com and see what you can do. 